4: Hi. Uh I'm Maile and I'm here in studio with Django. And Hazel. Yeah. So
2: how how are you guys? Yeah, good. good. I graduated. Oh. Yeah, and then I went straight into a different degree, so here we are. <laughs> <laughs> um if anybody wants to know how I am, don't. It's no. Okay. <laughs> cool.
0: Uh, <laughs> I'm- uh I'm doing great.
2: Have you had any uh, time for video games? Me?
4: Yeah. No. No.
2: Yeah, no. I have been making Christmas presents for Christmas this year. Um, So that has occupied like all of my time. Not
4: graduating and starting
2: a new degree. No. No, that's They sent me the new degree. People (laughs) sent me like information about my courses the day before I had graduated. So I was like, guys, guys. I'm keen to get into this, but I'm not that keen. It's too soon. <laughs> Let me have the piece of paper from the other one first. You need at least a weekend break. Yeah. yeah. I, need, like, I need a solid week where I can lock myself in my room and just play video games. I think that Christmas Day I'm going to do that, though. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. sounds like yeah. a great way to spend Christmas. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Have you had any
4: time for games?
0: Yeah. I've been playing the new Destiny 2 30th anniversary event. Oh. Which been
2: good.
0: I would like to recommend, but it costs thirty six dollars.
2: Yeah, that's <laughs> um, they couldn't make it thirty dollars for the thirtieth anniversary.
0: Yeah, I maybe it's thirty US dollars, I don't know. Oh maybe um, yeah. But Gosh I've also dang. been playing Dicey Dungeons. Ooh, which is so much fun. Yeah? Yeah.
4: I have I have had that sitting on my Steam wish list for two years now. It's on
0: Game Pass now.
4: Oh okay. Oh,
2: well that's <laughs> just get it. I just got oh, Game Pass. How and... long how long did it take us to mention Game Pass? Alright, yeah, you know, whatever. It's fine. We have Game Pass. We do.
0: I don't buy new games, I just play what's on Game Pass.
2: <laughs> Look, that's valid. You let I... the algorithm decide what you play. I downloaded Sea of Thieves and installed it, but I haven't played it yet. I'm keen though. Mm. It was on Game Pass. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh I think it's late enough in the hour that we should probably get to the news.
3: News time.
4: There's been some exciting developments, but we'll discuss that after.
3: This week in gaming news. The Game Awards 2021 winners and announcements. The Game Awards took place on the 10th of December, and it showcased the best games released this year. Game of the Year went to Haze Light Studios' It Takes Two, which also took Best Multiplayer Game and Best Family Game. Some of the other winners included Deathloop, Keener Bridger Spirits, Life is Strange True Colors and Forza Horizon 5. We also got a look at a bunch of upcoming games with Star Wars Eclipse by Quantic Dream, the new Sonic game Sonic Frontiers, Alan Wake 2, Slitherhead, and more. We also got to see some more trailers for Senua's Sacrifice Hellblade 2, Forspoken, Elden Ring, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League and Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. For a link to the full list of the winners and announcements this year, check out our Facebook page at ZEDGamesAU. Financial Modelling World Cup winners. In some exciting news, Australian competitor Andrew Ngai has beaten out Canadian counterpart Michael Jarman in the Financial Modelling World Cup this year. In this competition, participants are required to solve a business case study, answering several questions by creating financial models in a spreadsheet in Excel. Consisting of 128 participants from all around the world, qualifications began on November 13th, while the finals took place on the 12th of December. If you'd like to check it out, we'll link the stream on our Facebook page. Bungie's fight against toxic work culture. IGN recently published an article outlining yet more allegations of sexism, boys' club culture, crunch, and HR protection of abusers within the gaming industry, with Bungie being named and shamed. The article claims that many employees believe that Bungie's recent initiatives to improve working conditions have come too little too late. It points to several instances of narrative leaders, quote, making life miserable for the writers underneath them. Despite these many issues, several of the employees that have spoken out have expressed belief that the studio is slowly but steadily improving with new initiatives. This article comes after several similar stories about an array of studios, including Activision Blizzard, Ubisoft, and Quantic Dream. If you'd like to read the full article, we'll be posting that on our Facebook page, too, at Games AU. Upcoming gaming releases. December 16th, we've got Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach on PC and PlayStation consoles. December 17th, we have Grand Theft Auto The Trilogy Definitive Edition, with a physical release on Xbox and PlayStation consoles, as well as The Gunk on PC and Xbox consoles. That's all this week in gaming news.
4: How are we feeling about all that? Good, 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 goody, good news stuff.
2: So much has happened. Yeah. I feel like I'm still processing.
4: Are you, is it the, uh, overwhelming excitement of the Excel World Championships that you're processing? Yeah,
2: definitely that.
4: Yeah. I've
0: already processed it. I'm, I've.
4: Because you've, you've watched it.
0: I'm here to make an announcement. Um, Excel is a video game. In fact, it might be the game of the year.
4: Well, it's not. If you were listening, the game of the year is It Takes Two.
0: Well, (laughs) I don't care. Okay. It's my game of the year.
4: Yeah.
0: Um, and it's also a legitimate esport, and anyone who says otherwise is wrong.
4: So it was that intense to watch?
0: Honestly? Mm -hmm. It was nuts. Like,
2: I think I need to, like, look it up now. It's like, (laughs) we we watched the the
0: finals, and it was like two and a half hours long, and it was like actually intense people were like getting mad and upset when they because like they're trying to like solve these really difficult problems that i don't know if you've ever done a programming challenge but like it's it's like that but in excel
2: well excel every time i open up excel i cry Mm. so
0: there was some advanced (laughs) stuff
4: are you happy with who won like was it the person you were reading oh
0: i mean can i spoil it
4: I think we did. Is it oh, yeah, okay.
0: it's happened. <laughs>
2: it's up. like how long yeah, has it been up there? The
0: Australian out? competitor Andrew guy won and he smoked the competition in every round.
4: Wow. That makes me proud to be an Australian. <laughs> Which is not much makes me proud. <laughs> he was
0: also playing like when the when the event started, the finals, it was live. And it was across the world. So for him it was like two AM when he started oh my playing. Oh, goodness. And he had only had a few hours' sleep.
2: Oh man. That makes it even more impressive. <laughs> Australians are used to that. That's how we operate. Yeah, yeah, everybody yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. Reverse time zone.
2: Yeah. Remember, we're not real. We're
4: not. Yeah. This no. is, is an uh This is a game.
2: Setup. Yes. Yeah. 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 No. <laughs> <laughs> we are the Sims. <laughs> this is
4: fine. It's fine. So uh it's good to hear that there's some positive news against the endless tide of of poor company cultures oh in the gaming industry. But like, it's hard to get too excited about it because it's there's so much bad stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's nice for once for one week that we're not talking about the next terrible thing Activision Blizzard's done, and we've got something slightly positive.
0: Hopefully,
2: but, it like sets a precedent though. So yeah. like, hopefully they kept it quiet for one week. There's now a bar, but a low, keep... low bar. Yeah. <laughs> Look, a bar is still a bar. Mm. It's still there. It's better than nothing, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Well,
4: uh, you you've said uh, Excel is your game of the year, but as I said, um, the actual game of the year was It Takes Two, which I
2: haven't played. I haven't played Me it either. either. I do. Somebody's played it. Right in the world? Probably. No, I think like in in Zed Games, I feel like somebody has played it. I I think,
0: I think Paul might have said something about it. Yeah. I don't know anything about it, and when it came up, I was like, "What?"
2: <laughs> I definitely
4: know <laughs> that I heard of it. I've really wanted to play it, but the person I would play it with, we've just been at like a standoff of which one of us is going to buy it.
2: I've watched people <laughs> so the play last it. Several months. Okay. I've watched people play it. I watched a Twitch stream. It looks really, really cool. It looks really
4: cute. Yeah,
2: it looks adorable, but also kind of a little bit unsettling.
4: Mm, well, it's it's like a little shrunken world. Yeah, any world like it's that is a little is bit
2: unsettling. I feel like if you like Toy Story, you'll like this. And I they're don't not know. Toys, I don't know enough but about it's it similar, to agree. It gave me a similar vibe from what I saw um it's
4: that time in the evening when we sit down well we sit down always to talk about video games but we sit down to i'm perched you're what i'm perched perched I'm not sitting, I'm oh perched. okay <laughs> i would say a perch
0: Django is perched like a baby bird
2: yes <laughs> on
0: top of the chair <laughs>
2: yeah just come sideways in the chair too i might this add. is
0: what we call <laughs> review posture
2: yes yes yeah <laughs> i'm ready
4: it is the time where we sit or perch or stand or exist to review video games that we have recently enjoyed. Yes. And I, or not enjoyed. I mean, not. I enjoyed No Longer Home. It just made me sad. Um, I, I haven't done any games so that I haven't
2: enjoyed because I won't play them for a gonna months. I'm going to review No Longer Home for you guys <laughs> yes. right now. Um, and it is a cozy game. It is not a survival game, so you guys do not have to listen once. to me talk about how I'm terrible at survival games, but I keep torturing <laughs> myself by playing them for review. Mm. I will premise this review by saying that recently graduated uni students, this game is for you, but also only if you're emotionally okay. Um, is any recently graduated I uni student emotionally okay? Some of them are. How? When I graduated from my undergrad, I had a job, so um. I was okay. Hmm. Fair. So, No Longer Home is a point-and-click adventure game by Humble, Humble Grove Studios. It tells the story of Bo and Ao as they navigate life and their relationship after graduating from university. They have to learn to let go of what they can't control, especially when circumstances force them to leave the life they've built for themselves. It is an intensely familiar experience that I'm honestly currently in because, you know, I just jumped into another degree because uh, I didn't know what I was going to do with the degree that I just finished. Uh, and the game has the most emotional impact if you've just graduated or are going through a sudden life change. So even if it's just like you just sort of ended one, closed one door on a chapter of your life to open another one and you're not really quite sure how that's going to go, that's the vibe of this game. So it's done in a kind of isometric style. It took me like a solid couple of minutes there to figure out what the word was. Um But you interact with the world by changing the viewing angles to review to reveal new items to click on. Um and you say goodbye to the apartment that the two are in and you learn of their history and relationship through dialogue and interactions with the different items. Uh you you, as you come in and out of rooms, different things become available to interact with, if that makes sense. And occasionally, when you walk into a room, you'll be greeted by this very abstract, kind of menacing... No, actually, definitely menacing, <laughs> looking, like, blob. And it's just, like, sharp angles. And it has a sound that accompanies it, but I'll get to that in a moment. Um, I... I sort of called the art style simply effective because it tells you everything that it needs to tell you without going into a ridiculous amount of detail. And I love games that have so many little details in them. Like I love The Witcher and I love Assassin's Creed, but I love how simple No Longer Home is in that it's pretty much block colors, everything. You can recognize everything. You're like, yes, that's a t-shirt. Yes, that's a bed. Yes, that's a hamper. Yes, those are shells with plates on them. Um, but, you know, the plates might not have intricate designs on them sort of hmm. thing. Um, but I think it's beautiful, but I think that you won't necessarily get it if you're not playing the game, not looking at it yourself. And I do want to mention that the game has a specific emphasis on sound and it recommends from memory that you play with headphones on with the sound on. I wasn't able to do that because if I play with headphones on, I have to play in mono. I can't play in stereo because, look, guys, I'm deaf. It's fine. So... I did play with the customized speaker settings that I have with my foot on top of the subwoofer, which is usually how I play games that have intense sound, um, because then I can feel it. And I didn't really get too much, because I think I think a lot of the soundscape was lost on me, maybe because they were frequencies that weren't going to translate as well through speakers like that. Um, so, if you're a player with hearing ears. Can you let me know <laughs> what the <laughs> soundscape evokes for you? Because I know it was there. I could, like, sort of catch on to the fact that when I would interact with things or I'd walk into a room that had a mysterious abstract blob hovering menacingly, uh, that there was something happening, but I couldn't hear it. Um, which is a sad thing for me playing games. Mm, Uh, if i'm not picking a survival game that i can't play apparently i'm picking a game that relies on sound and i can't hear it so look guys it's fine the game itself is fairly relaxed and easy to follow it gives you lots of prompts about where you're meant to go what you can interact with who you can interact with gives you a couple of options for dialogue it's not time sensitive in that if you don't immediately respond, someone will get angry to you and you'll just, like, fall into the abyss. Um, love games like that. I don't. They stress me out. Um, but <laughs> So I really just enjoyed putting it on, having a moment to just chill, like, cup of tea and play with it. It did get me emotional because I am in a similar sort of emotionally vulnerable state, um, and it does bring up some difficult topics. So if you're feeling particularly vulnerable as a player, I would probably suggest that you don't play it just yet unless you know that you can handle it and you have someone to talk to. Um, just be careful with yourselves. It's beautiful. I loved it. I'm gonna play more of it. I really resonated with, you know, being a graduated art student who doesn't have a job and also doesn't have any motivation or creativity left after graduating to make new projects or put on a new exhibition or write another story because you're tired after you finish uni, but you need to have something to get you go like to get you through, you need to you need to have that next step. And I really resonated with not knowing what that next step was. But if you like the sound of the game and you think that you're ready for that, and you want, or you just want to look at it because it's beautiful. It's <laughs> so beautiful. I cannot, like, put, put that to you. Uh, or you want to tell me what Soundscape sounds like. You can play No Longer Home on your PC, your Nintendo Switch, your Xbox One, and your Xbox Series X. It is a cursor based game because it's point and click. So I would recommend the PC with your mouse. Um, but hey, if you're particularly good with cursors on the Switch or an Xbox, go for it. Let me know how that goes for you, because <laughs> I'm not... I'm not. No, I'm not either. Every time I play Stardew on my Switch, I'm just like, nope, didn't want to hit that. So is it like
4: a like a sad emotional experience, or I like bittersweet?
2: I think it's bittersweet,
4: because... because okay, I
2: like that. Yeah, this, you know, you learn about Bo and Al's relationship, because... I don't think this is going to spoil it. Al needs to leave to Mm. go to work. They've graduated and and one of them has a job. And so it sort of just changes your entire life plan. And like I had this issue in my like relationship where that was the thing. I wanted to go somewhere to, to pursue my career after I graduated. And I'm pushing that off a little bit, but it becomes like, a point of contention in the relationship yeah. when one person is ready to move forward and the other person isn't, and they're still trying to figure out like who they are and what they want and what they're really gonna do with an expensive piece of paper <laughs> um, that says that they can do art in an academic setting, like however creative that is. Um, so, I don't think that. If you've experienced a feeling like that, it will have as much as an of an emotional impact on you. Um, but I think also sometimes maybe like maybe you're curious, like maybe you're like you're seeing your friends go through it, and that's not what you've done. So you, maybe you go play it, and you'll see like what it's like to sort of just sit there and you've created a life for yourself. Like they have this apartment; that's their world; that's their life. And all of a sudden they have to say goodbye to that. They have to figure out, like, a new course for themselves. I'm very familiar with that, you know, having packed up my life however many times to move countries however many times. Um, so it, it hit me really hard. Um, but that's also why I think that I, I really loved it if that makes sense. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I, I've had similar experiences with games that have really spoken to what I'm mm. going through at that moment. Yeah. And, like, um I'm
2: forgetting it now. Well, it's like Life is Strange Like, had a really, really good... Night in the Woods is yeah. the one I was thinking of. Uh, yeah. 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 Yeah, like, Life is Strange is a game that had a really big impact on me because oh, yeah. I really resonated with that intense friendship bond that just, like, disappeared and then came back yeah. and then...
0: This- game kind of sounds like the opposite of night in the woods
2: yeah <laughs> yes. i haven't played night in the woods so.
0: well um you're a college dropout returning home and being like oh i don't know what to do with my life now
2: oh it's a pretty similar <laughs> i guess like sentiment I, of like I i've like left university and i don't know what to do yeah the d- specifics
4: yeah. are different but hearing you talk about it i actually feel like it would be a very similar experience play yeah. playthrough yeah so. I have not played... Interesting. Uh, ...No Longer Home, so yeah. take this with a grain of salt. But if you liked
2: Night in the Woods, I think you'd like this game. I think also if you enjoyed unpacking, and who didn't enjoy oh, yeah. unpacking? <laughs> you would like No Longer Home, because that was my first initial thought, was like, oh, this like is like unpacking, but different a little bit. Because, you know, you're clicking on things around a house. Yeah. You're clicking on their personal items. You're clicking on the thing of mixtapes You're that's telling there, the story and, through the environment. Yeah. So I think that if you like those sorts of games, and I don't think I've met anybody who doesn't at some point like those sorts of games, um, then, yeah, you'll like it. And if you think you don't, give Just, it a try yeah,
4: anyway, because you probably will. Oh. This is gorgeous. Well, we're here to listen to someone else, Zara, talk about Witcher.
0: Witch it. Witcher. Witcher.
4: Here is that review now.
1: You're walking down a seemingly empty street on edge. Mundane objects catch your attention. A candle. those barrels. Maybe even that broken teapot. They're not doing anything, but that doesn't ease your nerves. Instead, you launch a chicken at a pile of crates. The chicken starts to crow. One of the crates moves. The hunt begins. Witchit is a fast-paced game of hide and seek, where the hiders are witches who can turn into any object within the world, and the seekers are hunters who are determined to save their village from dangerous magics. With an array of abilities, features, maps, hundreds of objects strewn across each map and a fair amount of chaos combined with a chunky and colourful art style, Witchet is a bit intense, a bit funny, and a lot of fun. Witchet is a pretty simple concept. If you are a witch, you'll have a bit of time to find a hiding spot. But not only that, you can also transform into any object you find. A painting, book, rock, rose, a boat, no problem! you'll just want to make sure you blend in. If you're a hunter, you must use potatoes to find and defeat witches. But the game throws in a few mechanics that make this game of hide and seek a bit more hectic. As a witch, your health bar changes depending on what you transform into. The bigger the object, the more health, but bigger objects are more difficult to hide naturally. Witches can of course fly on broomsticks, allowing them to reach high areas, but they are also capable of casting spells, one of which is to create a decoy object to fool the chicken. Hunters also have a range of abilities. I've mentioned the chicken. If you find yourself in a library full of books and you don't have enough time to throw a potato at each one of them, you can throw a chicken and it will hone in on a disguised witch within a certain distance. It's funny when you're a hunter, it's infuriating if you're a witch. In addition, you can utilize a ground pound attack that will damage any witches within a short range. If you're facing a pile of identical jewels, it's pretty handy, and of course, you can unlock a grappling hook to allow you to reach those hard-to-reach places. With these mechanics, a very cluttered map. Half a dozen players and a limited amount of time, a match can get pretty intense. As a witch, not only do you have to find the perfect object in the perfect spot, and place yourself perfectly to look as mundane as possible, you also need to time the use of abilities to keep hunters away from you, and if you get caught, you need to think quickly you might just be able to escape and hide again. As a hunter, you only have so much time to find all the witches, and the maps you're in are very cluttered. You can run around hoping to spot something that looks out of place, or maybe even just move just in the corner of your vision, or use your ability just to hone in on the witches. When there's only a few seconds left and the witches are taunting you, well, I ended up throwing a lot of potatoes. The games are quick and engaging, whether I'm a hunter or a witch, It can be intense, stressful, exciting even. And with a variety of maps, including the ability to create custom maps using their in-game engine, it's hard to get bored. And there are multiple game modes as well, all variations of the hide-and-seek premise, like trying to collect specific objects before the time runs out. Or, if you're found as a witch, you join the hunters to find the other witches. And you unlock cosmetic items to make your witch and hunter your own. It's not a perfect game, But the flaws aren't stopping me. I would prefer a more immersive tutorial that isn't just video clips and an explanation, and it took me a bit of poking around to figure out how servers work, but these were things I ended up figuring on my own anyway, with a bit of trial and error. The music is a bit goofy, with a sort of silly, spooky music that just adds to the fact that this is just hide and seek. And the sound of chickens clucking, witches cackling, hunters body slamming, it's a lot But it also becomes a bit scary when you're hiding, and you hear that chaos get closer and closer. But if I'm entirely honest, I wasn't paying that much to what I was hearing. I was too busy holding my breath because I can see a hunter passing the shelf I'm hiding on. I enjoyed Witcher. I wish I could play it with friends because I just know that the banter, the good-natured teasing, and the outbursts would be just so much fun to listen to and experience. It's definitely a game with a lot of game night potential. With it being easy to learn and creative ways to hide and keep yourself hidden, or coordinate your hunts. But even on my own, braving those servers by myself, it was still a lot of fun. I got to play some custom maps with no problem, join servers with a dozen players, and servers with just a few. It has a fun art style and satisfying graphics that scales way when I need to adjust the graphics. With each game, I got just a bit better as both Witch and Hunter. And I never found myself waiting around for ages for other players. Witch It is a lot of fun. Witch It is developed by Barrel Games and published by Daedalic Entertainment. It is available on Steam for the PC, and it is available now.
4: This is Zed Games. We're coming to the end of another hour,
2: so I think we might have to say goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.
0: Well, listeners,
2: I'm gonna have a dream battle and am in my dreams tonight with what? I don't know. Probably the cat. Okay. Yeah, that makes <laughs> sense. Yeah.
4: Well, uh, I hope everyone enjoyed this installment of Zed Games, and uh, I did. I did too. Yeah, I'm I liked glad. it. Glad. That's what matters. Yeah. Yeah. And anyway. uh, come back next week for the Christmas edition. Christmas.
2: <laughs> Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to Zed Games.
0: If you'd like to listen to more, check out our podcast on Spotify.
2: Or follow us on social media at Zed Games AU. See, See you next time. time.